0: Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, during this time of stress with the COVID-19 and all that, uh, we thought it would be fun to have somebody who's an expert on learning to interpret your dreams. So uh, great time to think about that, right, Heidi?
1: Absolutely, because a lot of people, almost everyone I know is having dreams right now, and all of them aren't positive. I know a lot of people that are having nightmares and they are oftentimes around COVID-19 and also around seeing people that we've, that we've died that we love. Mm. Um, that's another thing that I've been hearing.
0: So Heidi, have you had any dreams?
1: I had COVID-19 for three weeks. I'm definitely, I think, recovered. I feel like that today. Um, it did take me three weeks, but, but my dreams weren't around my brother, Scott. My dreams were more around COVID-19 almost as if it was an entity. It was this dark cloud that was coming to get me. So it was more of those kind of dreams and, and they were disruptive in disrupting my sleep. And I had them before I got COVID-19 and then during. And so they they lasted quite a long time. I don't have them anymore. But yes, those were my, my dreams were more of a nightmare kind of thing.
0: Well, you introduce our guest and maybe show some yes. comments about those dreams
1: i love to, we've had her on before. Um, our guest today is Carla Blowy, who is a good friend of ours. She is a brief parent to Kevin, and she is a dream work facilitator and the author of Dreaming Kevin, The Path to Healing, and she is also an Open to Hope writer. So welcome to the show, Carla. Hi, thank you.
0: Have you got any thoughts on Heidi's dream?
2: Well, you know, this is a heightened time of dreaming, you know, as the events of the, the waking world weigh heavy. On our minds and so it's in times of doubt and uncertainty too that our dreams kind of move into this high gear illustrating our deepest fears and anxiety and so many for many of us right now that anxiety and fear are the driving forces of creating these bizarre landscapes and really undesirable characters that show up and so in dream work for me I recognize now that you know these symbols are placeholders for our personal associations and such, and now it's our personal association to this virus pandemic, and so COVID-19 has become a universal symbol of this invisible and unwanted intruder that renders us, you know, powerless, if not in health, in other aspects of our life, like employment, and, you know, whether or not we can, we can gather together and, being with our families and all of the the things that, you know, we are used to doing in our normal life. So if we can see even one facet of the dream or the nightmare differently, we can shift our perspective and diffuse some of that fear in our waking world and then make this a real transformative moment for growth. Because I really feel like that's what's happening now is Mm -hmm. this opportunity for this breakthrough Mm -hmm. to, to, you know, raise our consciousness and awareness to the next, to another level here of, for humanity, for compassion, for ourselves, for our personal and spiritual growth.
0: You know, that's interesting because Heidi and I were talking about that this morning Mm -hmm. uh, while we were talking about the shows, how this is what in the family therapy business we call a compression, Mm -hmm. where you compress, compress, compress until, you know, you kind of, I guess the phoenix rises, you know, you just Mm -hmm. kind of pop and maybe come up with some new ideas that you never thought or some new things. First
2: thing I I want to assure the audience is that our dreams are not to be feared, but embraced, because all dreams come to us in the service of health and wholeness. My um, dream teacher and mentor and and dear friend Jeremy Taylor said that there's no such thing as a bad dream, only dreams that sometimes take a negative, uh, dramatic form, In order to grab our attention Mm. so you know this i i like the idea of spontaneous dreams the spontaneousness of dreams really pulls everything up from the unconscious and lets us see it as it is so it's a snapshot of the soul what's happening you know in our life at the moment at this time so usually you know it's about stuff that we don't know or that we don't want to acknowledge and so the dream can then offer us these creative solutions for our personal growth. Now do I write them down? Well, so What I like to, to do is to recommend to people that first there has, we have to begin with the acknowledgement that the key to unlocking the messages in the dreams is to learn the language of dreams, to learn your language, which is a symbolic language that speaks a truth that can't be denied. So the symbols and the images and the metaphors the mythology and the scripture are the tools and there are the resources so when we can begin to to record what's happening taking from the inner world you know and putting it in the outer world we can see it differently and we can hear it differently
1: uh-huh.
2: before you go to bed i ask people to i suggest set a notebook pad a spiral notebook so that the book can be turned you know, like this, and you don't have to worry about it blocking in the middle of the night. And put that next to your bedside with a pen, um, avoid turning on a light, because then that makes you wake up even more so, and, and then you're starting to see different images of, that are in the, you know, in your room rather than, you know, what was on your dream screen. Every night we're going into the dream theater. You're going into your own private dream theater for a private showing. Of, you know, your life.
0: I love that, Heidi. I love it, it, it don't you? you, got,
2: you right. And so, like, you've got this ticket to your own show. Okay. And, and, and it turns out that, oh, I was the director, I was the producer, I was the writer, I'm so, the, the lead so actor. Carlo,
1: what if you're having dreams, because I'm hearing this from more than one person, mm-hmm. over and over that there is an unwanted intruder or some kind of an energy in your room every night that mm-hmm. is going to get you mm-hmm. and you think that it's related to what's going on with this pandemic
2: right so that's common in any kind of um you know ang- i think in any kind of anxiety driven situation there's this intruder it for me and i've had these dreams since you know january when this, this whole thing started is this it, the intruder is that loss of control I like this. It's the fear of the loss of control, and Mm -hmm. you and I, the three of us, we know this sense Mm of loss of control versus the acknowledgement that it's it's of of what you know what you think it is. Which for me, it was the, the the loss of control, and then it's looking at the symbols or looking at the theme and the patterns of what's being presented in the dream. I write that down. And then if I'm having subsequent dreams, I will begin to see a pattern. We have an opportunity in the morning to kind of to lay with the dream a little bit. I And I say lay with the dream because if, we're, if we don't move from that area, the energy in which we had the dream, you know, the environment, mm-hmm. um, it helps trigger more recall
0: if you're fearful and you write it down and externalize those things, you kind of don't have to remember them anymore. You can kind of let them go on Mm -hmm. the page.
2: True, however, and I I like that point, Gloria, however, our body remembers.
0: Mm -hmm. Our
2: body remembers all of our experiences. And so that's that anxiety piece too. So if we can transform those symbols or those images from being fearful and helping to diffuse them, then we can live with them a little easier mm-hmm. and we can be befriend them.
1: So how do you transform this idea of a negative energy or person coming in to overtake you?
2: Well, going back to what I said in, uh, earlier about yeah. the dream screen and the, being in the dream mm-hmm. theater. And here is this, this movie that we're watching of our life. In DreamWorks, and and in the technique that I use in the projective uh, format, we recognize that all the characters that appear in our dreams are actually aspects of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so the intruder or the energy of the intruder, um, we can, for me, in the pandemic dreams that I've been having, I can can put a, a name to it and go, okay, that is, that's my, 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 fear of the loss of control, That's mm-hmm. my fear piece. And then there's all those little subtexts that go underneath of that of what that could be about and what it, re- you know, what it connects to in my past. Mm-hmm. So um, as I was saying before, you know, we've had that experience of that complete loss of control when our boys died. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and life did not return to mm-hmm the normal that we,
0: you know. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because I know there are many people right now who have lost loved ones and in the past three or four years and uh, and longer. Uh, what, uh, your son Kevin was killed uh, in hit by a car mm-hmm. when he was out playing. What has the dream work done for you And what would you suggest to people who are in maybe deep mourning now because uh, this whole COVID thing is bringing up all sorts of triggers for people, and they may be having dreams about past losses. So what does it do to heal people and help them find hope? How do dreams do that?
2: Well, as a tool for healing, they help us to play out those emotions that maybe we're not comfortable expressing in our waking life or maybe they're not accepted by the people that are around us after all these years gives us an opportunity to play that out um, they give us an opportunity to connect at a deeper level with ourselves and recognize you know where we've come and how much we've grown Mm-hmm. They have, And then they also offer those creative solutions, too, for, you know, whatever those issues are, for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love
0: it, Carla. Well, it, it just seems like a perfect time to work on this dream work. Uh, people want to get Dreaming Kevin, where you talk about the pathway of healing in your book. And where do people get that?
2: Um, you can go to Amazon, Amazon.com. Uh, and just it's Dreaming Kevin, The Path to Healing. It'll come right up on there. Um, it's the expanded version the 2014. The it's, um, it's the original book with um, a afterword, so to speak, and the second half of the book is about children in grief, and uh, children and their dreams, and children and, and their um, expressions of grief. Um, you can go to my website, DreamingKevin.com, to learn more about it. You can um, also catch me on Facebook.
0: All right. Hey, Carla, thank you for being on. I just think dreams can, are really fun, too. I mean, they're scary, but doing dream work can be such fun. Thank you so much for being a good friend and for all the work you do, Carla. You're fabulous.
2: Thanks for having me on. A great opportunity to get this message out to, to your viewers and um, love you all. Thank you. Thank
1: you, Carla. Thank you for everything you're doing with this. I mean, like you said, we really can get a pulse on where we are if we analyze our dreams right now. And this is a time for transformation. Thanks everybody for
0: joining us today. And Heidi and I want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless.
1: I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley.
0: Join us again next week we another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.